Well, I, I, it, it's just a cold. I don't have any symptoms or anything. So. Oh well, that's good. Like that are Corona symptoms. I no also Corona. Keep choking on things, so that's not oh, helping. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did that the other day. I was choking on something. I can't even remember what it was. And my husband was like giving me weird side eye. I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> so welcome to episode two of Are You Serious, wherein we discuss bad Reddit relationship. I. I figured we could start this one off by defining some terms oh yeah sure let's go so on the our am i the asshole subreddit they have different terms for judgment for things have you seen this i have seen this yes so we have yta which is you're 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 the the asshole asshole. (laughs) nta is not the asshole meaning that the other person is the asshole Uh, and then esh is everyone sucks here which are my favorite because like everyone here deserves judgment and then nah is no assholes here which are usually the ones where it's like you know both people are hurt emotionally or something but uh, or it's just like bad communication or whatever yeah yeah reacted poorly and then info which is like i need more information about this with where I can make a judgment. So we can use those for the Am I the Asshole post, which I think we're going to be using a lot today. Uh, Yes, we have a couple of Am I the Asshole posts today. Um, I have managed to find the uh, fabled yogurt and candle posts. So if if you would like to start with one of those, you just tell me which one it's going to be. Okay, let's start with the yogurt one because I hear that one referenced a lot. It's so good. All right. Am I the asshole for throwing away my boyfriend's potentially illegal yogurt collection? (laughs) What drew me to this post initially was the potentially illegal part. Yeah. How is this yogurt illegal? I just like I need more information. I love the idea of illegal yogurt. Anyway, I am a 29 female. My boyfriend is a 30 male. We've been living together for two years in a little studio in a very expensive big US city. My boyfriend grew up rurally with lots of space, enough to collect all kinds of things. He collected action figures and video games and all the normal kids stuff when he was young. But as he grew older, he became interested in more unusual things. As a teen, he had eight guinea pigs of different types from different breeders. Since Tide Pods were released seven years ago, he saved one of every kind of Tide Pod. He's got a big box of an international variety of electric insulators, those little ceramic hats that power lines wrap around on power poles. He's not a hoarder. I like how she feels the need to specify. Absolutely, because it sounds like a hoarder to me right now. He's usually neat, just used to having lots of space for his bizarro collections. At his parents' ranch, he has two big rooms full of containers of weird and impressive things. He recently became interested in yogurt. He's always hated dairy products until about a year ago. He not just started drinking milk and sharing ice cream with me, but he's found a love for yogurts. So he now collects them, of course. The problem is that they're perishable. Oh, jeez. So until earlier today, our little 550 square foot studio contained about 2,100 cups of yogurt. Oh my gosh, what? 2,100? 2,100 cups of yogurt. In In the fridge or? Well, I guess hmm. not. It comes in tons of varieties different types, flavors, textures, containers made by different companies in different countries. This is like crack to my boyfriend. So he tried to pretty much save a sample of everything he could find. He filled our fridge, bought a new fridge, 
and then another tiny bedside fridge. He said he didn't want to watch the fridge at night, but it was obviously a ruse to get more yogurt space. (laughs) That is the best way to phrase that. That's my favorite sentence in the whole thing. Every time I read it, I crack up. It was obviously a ruse. Yogurt ruse. Oh, God. These fridges all filled up with his yogurts, and if you keep them for long, they smell bad. Sometimes the packaging breaks. So our apartment was smelling like rotten milk for the last two weeks, and my boyfriend's attitude was, oh, it's fine, and just deal with it for a little longer, until I pulled the plug and threw it all out this morning. I was looking at my groceries, which I had to put beside the fridge because there was no space and everything smelled like death. And then I kind of snapped and threw it all away. My boyfriend is understandably upset. We have been arguing about whether I crossed a line by throwing away his stuff. And he's especially upset because he, of course, had rare yogurts that were hard to find. In particular, he had some Cuban and Iranian yogurts that you can't get in the US. But I know that we have trade sanctions against Iran and Cuba, so I don't know if it was even legal for him to have them. I asked where he got his Iranian yogurt, but he kept insisting the Iranian yogurt is not the issue here. (laughs) There it is. And that the real issue was me throwing out his precious yogurts without his permission. Am I the asshole here? Do I need legal advice? Thanks in advance. I'm so exasperated. So clearly she's using the legality of this yogurt as like an excuse to throw it away. It's like, I I threw it away. I was doing you a favor because you were going to get in legal trouble. (laughs) I'm trying to think about if you have a trade sanction with another country, isn't it just like very specific products or is it everything? Well, I mean, with Cuba, it's everything. I'm pretty sure. Or at least it used to be. But that's definitely a legal yogurt. But the Iranian yogurt is not the issue here. The issue is that he was hoarding perishable dairy products and made their entire apartment smell like crap. In what I assume is a San Francisco apartment. Yes, that's that was what I got to. Like, and we all know that San Francisco apartments. I've been to San Francisco one time. Oh my god, I don't know how anybody lives there. Yeah, well, you have to be a beautiful place. Tech billionaire. Our friends who live up there all work at Google and like Tesla and stuff, working on the computer stuff. So they have right. the biggest, nicest house. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anything other than that, you're like yes. 550 square feet is smaller than my apartment. And my apartment yeah. is not huge. That's I can't even I'm trying to imagine how big 550 square feet is. Ours is 714 and it's a two okay. bedroom. So I think if you take away a bedroom and like half of the kitchen. 2100. I I love that she she qualifies that he's not a hoarder, but he sounds (laughs) like a hoarder to me. Yeah. Like some of that stuff's kind of cool. Like the insulators. Like I know someone who collects those. That's kind of cool. Action figures. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But not yoga. I've never heard of someone collecting food, food except for maybe like snacks like chips and packaged things i do find the idea of collecting perishable items like food just no nobody's thought that through the kind of collector who collects like i don't know ice cream right that's that's a bad time for everybody why would you collect it if you're not going to eat it yes oh because we don't live in a world where there's endless amounts of food for everybody (laughs) this is blessed stuff that's part of the problem the second thing yeah that poor woman couldn't even put her own groceries in the fridge but yeah the 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 illegal yogurt is uh (laughs) famous what do you want do you want to guess whether or not she is the asshole i would say not the asshole because I mean, I get I get that she snapped and maybe that wasn't the best thing to do. But she, and she needs to sit down and have a real conversation with him. But if your apartment smells like rotting milk, that's going to make you go a little crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. And the 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 verdict was not the asshole. Okay, um, that's good. S- some of the comments are pure gold in here, by the way. <laughs> um, Hit me with one. It feels like something from a Seinfeld episode. The Iranian yogurt is not the issue here, Jerry. <laughs> Um, very true yeah um potentially illegal yogurt collection should be the title of some band's next album <laughs> like she potentially illegal potentially like illegal. like she yeah she's clearly using that as an excuse <laughs> i stand by what i said uh. and and justifying it which like is a little bit of a dick move but again i understand <laughs> i understand her in this yeah i i get it that's pretty off i can't even imagine how bad that must smell oh god no, yeah, how- that would drive me crazy. I would feel physically claustrophobic. <sighs> I have a very attuned sense of smell. I don't know what it is. I have very good hearing and I have a very good sense of smell. My mom also has a very good sense of smell. She claims she can smell cat pee literally everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> that would, I, after two days, I'd be done with that. Honestly, yeah, I could not. No, not even two days. If it starts to smell, I would what? talk about it and not let it build up yeah, like that. Get out, get out. How, like, how could we help yogurt lady? Maybe, okay, well, she obviously needs to sit down and talk to him, which is like the number one rule for mm-hmm. all of these relationship posts. Sit down and talk to him. Use I feel statements. When you <laughs> hoard yogurt, I feel like I live in a literal dump. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in this situation where he's clearly not going to change his behavior, right? He's been collecting things since he was a kid. Get him like a storage facility. Yeah, or well, like bou- you need to set establish boundaries of yeah. you should not be hoarding food. Yeah, um, I mean, if you could afford a, a storage facility, that would be great because then you could just pour his crap in there. He's still got it. It can stink out the storage facility mm-hmm. um, instead of your tiny, tiny apartment. Oh, God bless that lady. The, the people who run the storage facility are like, is there a dead body in there? <laughs> and they cut the lock off. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how you escalate from yogurt. Like, yeah, what's the right? next weird thing you start collecting after that? The Tide Pods started getting kind of strange. But yes. by the time you got to Tide Pods, that would have been a red flag for me. I but, kind of understand it a little bit because yeah. they're kind of cute. I don't yeah. know if that's an unpopular opinion, but... <laughs> no, I think they're cute. Yeah. And so I feel like that's kind of understandable, but it's like I, I would use them. I would just try and buy yeah. one of each and then use it. Yeah, and, and then you could save you could save one Tide Pod in the packet or like in a Ziploc and you could put them in a storage box or whatever. That's kind of, that's fine. Put them in a decorative jar like people do with those marbles. That's, <laughs> that's a fancy idea. Now we're getting there. That's what I, I have a keepsake jar. So like if we go on a trip or something and I get like a little bobble, like a seashell or a rock or something, I just put them all in the, this jar. Man, mm. I used to do that. And then what what would happen oh my god so i used to have these these romantic ideas of collecting jars for seashells and like and sea glass and whatever and putting them in lovely oh, when you jars moved to california <laughs> no just like in general even when i lived in england i was like yeah next time i go to the beach i'm gonna get a bunch of shells but what used to happen would be i'd buy a plastic bucket i'd fill it with like shells and stuff then i wouldn't wash the bastards would i so oh, they'd be no. sitting in my house smelling like english seaside for 16 days and by the time I tipped them into my jar they wouldn't even fill the jar up and I'd be like oh what's the point so I had a bunch of like half filled jars of seashells and stuff just sitting around my my apartment it was very stupid um yeah I feel like I had a neighbor who would put them in fountains like they would make those little tabletop fountains and then decorate with all the shells that they got okay there are things you could do 
Yeah, there are there are definitely things you can do if you are creative and With you don't time. just and you don't immediately get bored. <laughs> that, that is my problem. I I need instant gratification all the time. If it's going to take a second of effort, I'm like, well, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Okay. So I, I've got another one that's very timely. Okay. Um, and I think it'll be a nice relief. Well, I mean, the yogurt one's fun. So this is another Am I the Asshole post. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend to get her own copy of Animal Crossing? <laughs> hmm. Well, now, I have been hearing from people who have Animal Crossing that you can't have two different islands on the same save file, right? Right. Yeah, on the so, same switch on at all. On the same switch. So you can only have one island, but you can have two save files and then only one of you gets to like do all the story stuff or whatever, or like only one of you can collect stuff in the morning because there's only a limited amount of resources. So currently my thinking is no, <laughs> that seems sensible. Well, <laughs> well, the first red flag I see here is that he is 31. Mm-hmm. He's a 31 year old man and she's mm-hmm. 23. Okay. Yeah. Now he's the asshole. <laughs> Age gap, red flag. Okay. She's a little Which, child. Okay. Not to say it can't be done. No. It could, but can. usually bad idea. Okay, so around a month ago, I pre-ordered the new Animal Crossing game that comes out next week. We've been a huge Animal Crossing fan. Oh, I've been a huge Animal Crossing fan since the original 2001 GameCube version, and to say I'm excited would be an understatement. My girlfriend lives with me, and she has never been a gamer. I've tried to play games with her, but she just isn't good. She has no concept of defense in Rocket League. She can't hold a candle to me in Smash, and the only time she ever wins Mario Party is if she gets bullshit bonus stars. (laughs) I hate this guy. <laughs> I hate him so much. I, I've i never hated someone so much in one paragraph. Uh, you get the point. Gaming uh, yeah. just isn't her thing, which is fine. I still love her, and it's never been an issue. The other day, she apparently stumbled upon a YouTube video of the new Animal Crossing game and started telling me how excited she was to play. I asked her if she was going to purchase another copy and another Switch, and she was stunned. She asked me why she would need to get her own when I already ordered one, and I explained to her that this isn't the type of game you share. She got, okay. Which it is. Like, yeah. it is the type of game you share. That's the They have that function. Yeah. She got all upset and told me that she thought it would be cute to live in the same village and be neighbors. And I told Aww. her that it simply wasn't the case. There's only one town per game. And I don't want somebody who has zero concept of how the game should actually be played making decisions that <laughs> negatively affect the town. I don't want her stealing exotic fruits from my orchard that I plan to sell. I don't want her buying furniture from Tom Nooks that I might want to adorn my living room with. And I certainly don't want her placing her house next to mine because she thinks it's cute. Thus spoiling what I plan to develop into a lavish estate. Wham, wham, my girlfriend loves me and wants to spend time with me. Uh, I'm an Animal Crossing purist and I'm the only person who knows how this game should be played and she wants to spoil my fun. Oh my god, dude, get a grip! She told me that it was just a game and she thought we could bond over it, but we've never been able to bond over games, so why start now? Of course she doesn't get that it's a game in which grinding and planning is key. I can't be prevented from carrying out my vision simply because she wants to run around with her dumbass pink-haired character catching butterflies or making a constellation out of our initials, which I know she would do. I told her it was nothing personal, that I still love her, but she started crying and told me she doesn't want to play the stupid game anyway. I kind of feel bad, but I also feel like 
it's unreasonable for her to just assume she can just insert herself into one of my passions without considering how disruptive doing so actually is. Oh my god, this guy. (laughs) I make more than her, so I even offered to buy her her own console and game, but she said that wasn't the point, and now I'm lost. Am I the asshole? Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 In so many ways, so many varied and nuanced ways. Right? Um, Like, God almighty. I read this to my husband and he was like, that sounds cute. Do you want to share it? (laughs) Do you want to make your own house and make your own character on my save file? And I was like, not really. (laughs) It's not my game. Yeah, so less less kind of wholesome as Animal Crossing, but Bioshock, right? I always wanted to play Bioshock and I am 100% not good at any game which might frighten me at all. Oh. So um, my dear sweet husband was like, well, they're all they're all free on PS Plus right now. Why don't you just download them and I can sit with you and we will go through it together. I've played it. You can play and I'll just tell you when it's going to be scary. That's like, mm-hmm. that's nice. Yes. Being there, enjoying each other's hobbies and like interacting with each other about it and going, ho, 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 this guy does not deserve to be in a relationship does not deserve animal crossing like animal crossing is the purest most wholesome thing on the goddamn planet this guy does not deserve it he's, <laughs> he's ruining it for everyone man yeah, oh God. How like how can you be so hardcore right that's exactly what i was just gonna say <laughs> there is no wrong way to play animal crossing it's an, it's a relaxing game it's like yeah. stardew valley they're they're chill games like calm down dude if she wants to run around with her pink hair catching butterflies, just let her. If that, like, if that was the threshold into your non-game playing girlfriend enjoying video games with you. Yeah, wouldn't you want that? You want that. He specifically was like, we've never been able to bond over games, so why start now? Like, uh, uh, I don't I'm even sad know. that she lives with him. I'm sad. I'm sad about this. I'm sad that she thinks she can't get anybody better than this. Yeah, well, she's 23. Yeah, she has no no life experience. I can say this as somebody who has survived being 23. <laughs> Same. Yeah, she needs to go out, buy your own Switch and a copy of Animal Crossing. Find some guy who will let you build your house right next to his house and catch butterflies all day if you want. Like, That's like the next meme is like, find, find yourself a guy who lets you make <laughs> your house right next to his. <laughs> yeah, although I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'd let Chase build his house right next to mine. But yeah, only because... Like other sides of the island. Only because he is very good at nearly every game. And I would be upset if I went onto my game and I saw my little shack and he's built a goddamn mansion like right next to me <laughs> in my yard. I'd be like, oh, I'm bad at this game. And then I wouldn't want to play anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, enjoy your Animal Crossing, guys. Um, yeah, bye. Like, I, I, and he's like, I make more money than her. So I offered to buy her one. It's like, dude, not the point. This is not about the Iranian yogurt. Just no. <laughs> the Iranian yogurt is not the issue here. Wow. Yes, he's the asshole. 100%. Well, how about that candle one? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the candle one, it's very long. Okay. And it's pretty sad, but it is genuinely guaranteed. It's, it's considered across the whole of the Reddit relationship kind of community that this is the very worst thing that anybody has done on Reddit relationships. Me, 24 female, with my SO, 27 male, of one year. He destroyed a sentimental item of mine and sees nothing wrong with it because of the circumstances. Didn't mean for this to get so long, but it seems it has. Thank you in advance for reading. Background. Two years ago. 
My sister was killed in a car accident. She was riding with a friend to the mall. The friend's parent was driving and a teenage boy plowed through a red light while texting on his phone and hit the car my sister Carrie was in. Carrie was killed instantly and her friend June was in a coma for three weeks before her parents took her off life support. When Carrie passed, I was devastated and angry and just not in a good place. Carrie and I had been extremely close. Despite a seven year age gap between us, we enjoyed a lot of the same shows. We went to concerts together. We volunteered together and I took it upon myself to guide Carrie like any big sister would do. Our parents were extremely busy with work those days and Carrie and I would often cook together and do crafts when we weren't too busy with schoolwork. Carrie wanted to be an NICU nurse when she grew up and I helped her find a volunteer position at my local hospital to help her gain some experience being around patients. In short, Carrie was my sister and best friend. And when she passed, I was a mess. The last craft Carrie and I made together was a set of candles. We bought the wax at a local craft store and we both made each other a candle and decorated the jar it was in. That was the day before she was killed. At her funeral, yeah. At her funeral, Carrie was buried with the candle I made her. The candle Carrie made me sits on my desk next to my favourite picture of her and I together at the beach. Or it did until last week. Background about my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing in this next paragraph that could make me feel any sort of sympathy for this man in any way Mm, yeah i met my boyfriend around a year and a half ago about six months after carrie passed i wasn't looking for a relationship i was still grieving my sister's death but eugene came along and it was love at first sight he was extremely supportive let me cry on him what i needed to didn't push me into getting over grieving or anything he was extremely gentlemanly about everything and very very patient after six months of seeing each other pretty regularly we made it official Eugene came into my life at a very low point, and he has always been very respectful of sentiments I keep from my sister, never asking me to take them down, always giving me space when I needed to cry. Eugene, along with most, if not all, of my friends and family know about Carrie's candle. There was a point after she died where I would take the candle with me everywhere, out of fear that someone might light it, or steal it, or who knows what. The point is, that candle was and still is a very important part of my life, and something that my sister made for me and me alone. When Eugene and I moved in together about four months ago, I packed away most of the reminders of my sister and put out the candle candle and picture on my desk. I felt that this was a huge step because when I'd lived just by myself, I had pictures everywhere and a few knickknacks lying around from my sister. I wanted to make Eugene and I's home our home together with just a small part of my sister there. Eugene understood and was very supportive. The issue. Well, I just want to say that she sounds like she is like on a very healthy road to recovery, like yes. not recovery, that's not the right, but grieving Right. The grieving grieving process. Like difficult. Especially when like it's not expected, right? Yes. This this was not something that was she was ill for a long time or whatever. This was yeah. Very sudden. Yeah. And and that makes sense for her to she carried the candle around and now she's leaving it at home. She used to have lots of pictures, now she just has a small thing, so it's not like the grief is encompassing her life, but she still has like a little memorial there for her. Okay. Okay. So the issue. Last week, we had a massive winter storm that knocked out power. We didn't have power for three plus days. Power was knocked out at Eugene and I's house while I was at work, which did not lose power. Eugene texted me that he was going to light some candles to try and get a generator so we could have some power or at least be able to charge our phones, use lights, etc. Now, we probably have 30 plus candles in our house. I'm a huge fan of sales. And when Bath and Body Works has a candle sale, I like to stock up and get a range of scent. We have scandals scandals scattered all over our house. (laughs) In the room where my desk is, there are no candles, aside from the one that Carrie made me. None at all. And there never has been. This room is also downstairs, where Eugene doesn't spend a lot of his time. His desk is upstairs. When I arrived home from work last week, I noticed a bunch of candles burning in our living room, safely, always monitored and not near anything that could ignite. 
One of these candles was the candle that Carrie had made me. I burst into tears. And when Eugene heard me crying, he came out from the bedroom where he was lighting more candles and asked what was wrong. I was a wreck and couldn't get any words out. When he tried to calm me down, I shoved past him and locked myself in the room where my desk was and just cried. I don't know how he could be so stupid. He knew and I thought he understood how sentimental the candle was and how much I cherished having a candle that my now deceased sister had spent time making with me just a day before she was killed. I haven't been able to speak to Eugene since it happened Tuesday of last week. He has tried to explain why he did it because he needed candles to be able to see, but I just can't wrap my head around it. He hadn't gotten into the large candle stash I have upstairs, right by the living room where Carrie's candle was, but went downstairs out of the way to grab the most sentimental, cherished item I have. Candle was burning most of the day while I was at work and is now melted and pretty much gone. I do still have the jar it was in, but I can't look at it without bursting into tears. Reddit, what do I do? Eugene says it was an accident, but I just don't believe that. He said he was getting around to lighting the candle surplus we have upstairs, but just hadn't gotten there yet after being home six hours alone with no power. I'm heartbroken and feel like this is a major slap in the face. I feel disrespected. I feel like he disrespected my sister. I just don't know what to do. I don't feel like I can forgive him for this. Can I or should I try to work past this? Oof. Wow. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's a hard one. That's There's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Like, I... My first reaction, and this might be reading too much drama into it, but Mm -hmm. is he jealous of her dead sister? That's what it seems like. I mean, there isn't a lot of extraneous information there, right? Yeah. Like... Up until this point, she says he's been very supportive. And obviously, like, if you don't, I mean, people are stupid, but if you don't want to be in a relationship with someone who's actively in mourning, don't get into a relationship with someone who's actively in mourning. Yes. Yeah. But I just find it like the the part of this where it, it, it is really telling to me is where she says we have this gigantic candle stash in the space he was lighting candles in. Like, yeah, he was in there and he went out of his way to do it. Right. And that makes it seem like it's... Com- and it seems like he also knows that she would carry it around. Mm-hmm. So he's seen it before. Yeah. Several times he's seen it before. And presumably he knew the significance of it. The other candle is, like, literally buried with her. Right. So you can't say that you didn't think it was a big deal. Right. So when he's like, oh, it's 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 not, I just haven't got there yet. I haven't got to the candle surplus yet. It's like, dude, don't tell lies. If she, if he was home for six hours, presumably also, it was light out. I, I assume it wasn't like, did she say what time she came home? She said she'd been out for like six hours, about six hours with no, with no power. She didn't say what time she went home. I mean, but... yeah. It, it, and you have a phone with presumably right. a flashlight. So it's not like you couldn't make it up the stairs. Like, presumably there's not even... He had to go up where the candles are, get Mm -hmm. the lighter or matches or whatever, and then go back down. And apparently he brought a bunch of candles back down, too. Yeah, it's it's a very odd situation. Yeah, and I don't want to... Like, he didn't... There's another one. I'll I'll, I'll bring this one next week. But uh, there's one where a guy intentionally destroys, like, with a hammer... destroys yeah something that's similarly sentimental almost exactly and it doesn't seem like he's doing that but like that's so cruel it's cruel yeah that is particularly even even as like a an offhanded oh i forgot thing 
there would be some point where you came back to that candle and you went, oh shit, yeah. that's, the, that's the sister candle. Ah, let me blow especially, it out. Especially since it was next to her picture on her desk. <sighs> there, there's just so much. For, for such a long story, there's such little detail for you to really say, did he do it on purpose? And it seems to me like she's kind of avoided confronting him about it. Like she she asked him about it, but she didn't confront him about no. it and push on the issue yeah. because he she doesn't want to upset him, which is ridiculous. Right. Damn. Yeah. I that was four years ago. So I hope in those four years that she has either managed to find some closure for that or uh, find a new boyfriend for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's uh that is probably the most painful reddit relationships post i've ever read yeah it's a, it's a tough well one. and yeah it's it's very tough because it's like you don't want to just jump to like leave him right but you need to suss out both sides of a shitty coin because if he did it on purpose that means he is cruel and probably jealous of her sister right which is if he did it on accident that means he is so careless yeah her most prized possession. God. Like it's it's like yeah, I don't I don't know which is worse to be. I'm honest. trying to think of like what I would do if my husband like threw out my granny's photo. I would throw out the whole husband. <laughs> I love yeah. him very much. But if he did that, I'd be like, get out. Yeah. I, I would certainly I mean you and you have to kind of see too, because like how, can she get past that emotionally or is she going to see this action every time she looks at him for the rest of their relationship? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that is, that's a tough one. Yeah. I'll All bring right. that, that other one uh, next week, but yes. I don't want to pile on with the two sad ones. Well, let's do, I have let's a, do a happy one now. Let's do a funny one. Okay. Um, what have you got? Oh, <laughs> am I the asshole for bringing laughter to the office? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talk about a buried lead on this one. <laughs> okay. I've just started my new job and have to write the reports day in and day out. Uh, this person doesn't say their, their age or gender, but he is male. His boss is female. Okay. Uh, I have to write the reports day in and day out. It's dull, but it pays the bills. So a sense of humor helps. And my manager told me the importance of this. I have been wary of how important it is to be funny in this role and to make a good impression through laughter and getting the job done. I started making safe jokes to the IT department. Not jokes about safes, but... <laughs> Not offensive jokes. Yeah, unoffensive. <laughs> I said I, I needed a new mouse, and they said they'll bring one up. I asked if they were going to put it in a cage, and my manager said, I'll fit right in. Told my colleagues how funny it was. So I thought I'd turn up the jokes a little bit. I'm now sharing an office with her, and it's her birthday coming up, meaning his boss, or his manager. I asked if she wants cake for it, and she said no, as she doesn't like cake. I said, oh, so I guess you'd like a good cream pie. She went bright red and laughed. I thought she liked it because she laughed, so I was popping out for lunch. I brought a banana back and stuck it into her handbag. I texted her later that night and said, I hope you found the banana in your bag. You can have my banana anytime. She wrote back with the crying, laughing faces. But when I came in this morning, she wouldn't look me in the eye. I asked if everything is okay. And she just said she was busy. Am I the asshole for practical jokes? <laughs> so I feel like this is a meme of the anime with the butterfly where he's like, sexual harassment. Is this a practical joke? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what to say about that. Right? Like, I can't, fat, he can't be this ignorant. Like, Clearly. there's no age on there. No. I'm going to guess, guess he's like 25. 
No, no, I was going to go higher. I was going to say he's like a 35-year-old guy who's been getting away with this his entire life. uh, And now that somebody's kind of uncomfortable about it, he's like, it's just a practical joke. Um, Yeah. Schrodinger's douchebag. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I used to, okay, I used to have co-workers who, I used to work in 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 a pub back in England. And when I'm tired, I put my hands on my hips. Um, especially when you're working at a job where you have to stand up a lot, right? Mm-hmm. There was this one guy at the at the pub who I worked with who every time I put my hand on my hip, he would mime like he was picking an apple out of a basket in between like the gap that my elbow between my hip created. It what? annoyed the shit out of me. It was the most, the literal most annoying thing that anyone has ever done on a on a recurring <laughs> basis to me. Oh, jeez. Because it, then you feel like you can't relax, right? If you're like massaging yeah. your back or like you're just taking a quick breath and someone's like, oh, apples. It's like, oh my God, are you serious? Stop. And he was like. Yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Like, yeah, you can't right. you can't rest. You have to be on alert all the time. He was hey, people, don't do this. Yeah, don't do that. It's really annoying. It's the same. I had a boyfriend who used to, when I yawned, he would put his finger in my mouth. I used to do that when I was a teenager. But yeah, I stopped because I realized it's not funny. <laughs> Well, then I bit him <laughs> really hard and he was very upset. And I was like, well, why would you put your finger in my mouth if you don't want to get bitten? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. And even if something is funny, the rule of threes always applies. Yes. So like if it's funny the first time, maybe do it a couple more times and then stop because then it yeah. stops being funny. People yeah. need to realize that, like, you know, I teach ninth graders, they're about 14, 15, so they don't understand you need to stop after, like, a couple times. And also, just because someone laughs at your jokes does not mean they think that it's funny. Right. Because sometimes people laugh because they're uncomfortable and they don't know what else to do, and they want to extract themselves from the situation without causing any drama right yeah just i always think that practical jokes in the workplace everybody needs to find them funny right you have to do a tentative okay this this level's fine and then don't start pushing the envelope if people are kind of uncomfortable about it yeah yeah read the room (laughs) Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. first rule of comedy read the room um yeah yeah Yeah, you have to be don't do this with a new person. Like, get to know them first. Also, don't make sexual jokes in the workplace. Oh, oh God. I don't know how, why so many people think this is okay. Because they've, like you've said, been getting away with it for so long. Yeah. It's and just... it seems like he's trying to be like, well, I want to make sure that I'm not going to get in trouble for just right. some jokes. You know, like, he he's like, everyone else is so offended, but I just tell it like it is. I 100% would have apologized straight after the cream pie joke, even if she laughed. I'd have been like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry I said that. That should not come out of my mouth. That was completely yeah. appropriate for the workplace. But just to follow it up. Sounds like this yeah. was premeditated too. <laughs> yeah, he's been thinking about this for a while. Gross, just gross. Yes, he's okay. the asshole. I got one more. Okay. This one, that one was on Twitter, so I didn't get a verdict, but I assume it was, yes, you're the asshole. I assume so. Um, my partner has been putting slugs in my food for the past two weeks. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> She's 22, boyfriend's 24. I have been I with my partner. I don't want to know. 
I have been with my partner for four years now. I've never known him to do anything like this, but I noticed he started acting a little strange around a month ago or maybe a month and a half. So I always like to notice when the relationship starts when the woman is 18. Mm-hmm. And that's clear. It's clearly what happened here. Yes. He started putting fruit on the floor in the garden. And I thought it was a bit weird. But he said he was feeding the mice family that nested in our shed. So I thought it was sweet and helped him to do so. Anyway, he started being really nice to me around two weeks ago and was making me food, baking me cakes and stuff, which he usually never cooks ever. So I was happy he found a hobby. I did notice sometimes I felt sick and dizzy after eating and I just put it down to lack of sleep or hormones. Oh god. Anyway, a friend of my partner's came into work today. I work in a cafe and said he needed to speak with me when I was free. I was free as there weren't any customers at this time. He told me that my partner had been collecting slugs from the garden on fruit he'd been putting out there and putting them in my food, blending them up. He even oh, no. sent this friend of his pictures of a bag of slugs he had collected and a picture of the blended slugs. What? <laughs> I feel really sick to my stomach and I don't understand why he would do this. This is so out of character of him. I asked him why he was doing it and he accused me of snooping through his messages, which I would never do, and got so angry at me for not being able to take a joke. I feel dis disgusting. I love him to pieces. I just don't understand this way of thinking right now. Am I overreacting? I don't know what to do. I feel lost. And in the comments, she said, just found a jar with four slugs in it under the sink that my partner must have forgotten about. They are dead. So they're probably old ones. I feel physically (laughs) sick. And then (laughs) the top comment is, OP, please update us. Tell us you dumped him and went to a doctor. So yes, she went to the doctor and left him. Yay! With, oh my god. We got another gold star. Good job. You left him. Well you just done. Jesus mother Christ. What? Who thinks that's a good idea? Who yes. thinks? Do you know what would be absolutely hilarious? Feeding the person who I purport to love disgusting insect creatures blended up in her food. That's gonna be a riot. Yeah, Imagine how like, she finds out. Never for any reason put something in your partner's food without telling them. If you're using cauliflower rice instead of real rice, let them know so they don't feel gaslit by the rice tasting like crap. I do feel I do feel <laughs> gaslit when I get served cauliflower rice instead of actual rice. That's some bullshit. You got to do half and half. That's right. Half yeah. rice, half cauliflower. Although I don't feel the same way about zucchini, zucchini, uh, zucchini noodles, which are delicious and should be put with everything. Yes. The first part of this that concerns me is that she helped him. Yeah. And she managed to keep a straight face the entire time she was like, oh, I'll just leave some fruit out for the mice. This guy's a psychopath. <laughs> God. I, I, yeah, obviously leave him, number one. And yeah. it sounds like she went to the doctor. I'll just summarize the update. And her, something was in her blood oh. and she was getting ulcers. <gasps> Because he was literally poisoning her. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, and then slugs as well. You don't know what other people have put out on their gardens to kill those slugs. Oh, yeah, that's true. So she could have actually been ingesting slug poison as well as slugs. Yes. Well, and slugs, some slugs can be poisonous and kill you. Yeah. Other things he has done include spitting on her toast, 
Oh. Uh, replacing her beta blockers with salt oh capsules. My. Mm. I wanted to add that he was my medication holder as I have a history of suicidal ideation. So he handled my meds and gave them to me. And that's when he thought it would be funny. He also admitted to swapping out my vegetarian sausages with real meat (gasps) and replacing the corn nuggets with real ones. Oh, this guy needs to be behind bars. Yeah, she, she, she contacted the police and made a statement. This one is... Kind of actually similar to the candle one. One of my pet giant African land snails went missing in summer, and I assumed it had escaped as I let the, uh, I left the lid open in their box. But he said that it had died, so he scraped it out and put it in my <gasps> curry. I vaguely remember the day he did this as he laughed whenever I went to eat the curry, and I got really paranoid, so I put it in the kitchen and stormed off. Then he brought it upstairs and told me the taste, and I did. And I realized that he added loads of chili and said he was laughing because he put chili powder in and too much came out. Mm. Now I think he must have put the chili in to cover the fact that he put my snail in there. He also said he rubbed my toothbrush on the toilet, but then washed it as he thought that was too far. (laughs) This guy needs to go to therapy. Like forced therapy in a facility he needs to be at least 10 feet away from another human being at all times yes they need to be serving him his food on like you know that story of people who go to hell and they have like the big forks and they can't feed themselves (laughs) he needs one of those someone needs to sit at the other end of a table feeding him his food off this big fork (laughs) so that so that he can't be near anybody else's food absolutely disgusting disgusting and criminal criminal i I, yeah i don't understand why yeah then the next thing she, she says i don't know why he did this oh he says he doesn't know why he did it and that he does truly love me and that he felt compelled to do it which i understand because i suffer from ocd and get compulsions and that he really loves taking care of me and he feels it's his purpose and he didn't mean to cause serious harm. He promises he never did this to our animals. Oh, so he won't do it to the animals? I 100% don't believe because he did do something to one of her animals. Yeah, he cooked it. <laughs> yeah, and fed it to her, which is like some Greek mythology shit. Oh, oh God, I can't even <laughs> think about it. Awful, well, awful, awful. No pun intended, but I got a fun one to get that taste out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. Yeah, I'm gonna drink some water because I feel I feel nauseous. <laughs> I found my boyfriend's spell book. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have waited until you stopped. <laughs> my <laughs> that was like a setup for a spit take right there. My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost six months. He recently moved in, so of course his belongings are scattered to and fro. I was looking for my secret stash of cigarettes shrug emoji, and came across a book in a desk that says something like 1,000 spells. I flipped through a few pages, but it looked authentic. And honestly, it unnerved me. I want to ask him about it, but I'm actually concerned as to what his response would be. He has some decidedly countercultural beliefs. I fear that this could be a death knell for our relationship because I told him that faith was important to me early on. What do I do? This is like that one where the girlfriend collects, like, bones and (laughs) them into little crafts. And he's like, what do I do? And they're like, she's a badass. Yeah. (laughs) Deal with the the fact that she's cooler than you. Yeah, everybody in the comments was like, I want her to be my girlfriend. She's so sick (laughs) as hell. (laughs) Oh, my 
God, his spell book. Come on. But, like, it sounds like it's probably something kitschy and probably... Yes. I'm more yeah. concerned about her sneaking secret cigarette. Yeah, man. that's Some people are very fragile, aren't they? Right? That Their idea of the world is so, like, singular that anything slightly oh. outside of that is like, Whoa, I can't cope with this in my brain. What are his countercultural beliefs? Does oh, yeah, like, I want to know about all of He voted for Bernie or something? <laughs> <laughs> He believes that children shouldn't have to be in debt for school lunch. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this person's almost certainly American. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. British people, I don't think they care. I want him to call me. Call me and we'll yeah. hang out. Call <laughs> me. Let's cool. do spells together. That sounds like fun. Do you have any spells that we can cast on the slug guy? Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like this is now like a whole business. You have some kind of like karmic spell casting service for people who you find on reddit relationships who you're like this person does not deserve nice things anymore <laughs> it's like a death note yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like death note guys who feed their girlfriend slugs oh god <laughs> spell book that's so funny <laughs> that cracks me up i used to be slightly into like wiccan stuff and i had about a six month phase where i thought i was like a cool goth witch or whatever and then my mum wouldn't let me be a cool goth witch because it was too expensive. So <laughs> I, uh, I was not you allowed. A, you got to be a cool nature witch and just like collect bones and rocks and feathers and stuff. There wasn't a lot of that cool stuff around where I lived. We had a park, but it was mostly full of geese and everything was just covered in goose crap. So <laughs> it wasn't like, it wasn't cool and mystical. It was like, oh, can I salvage this? Like, am I going to get chased if I pick this up? Yeah. Not a mystical Ugh. forest. Okay. I have a good one. Um, from Am I the Asshole. Okay. End us, take us, play take us off. Us, take us through the end. Am I the asshole for using the money we earmarked for our six-month-old's college fund to buy back the exact 1972 Ford Bronco I owned as a teenager? Yes. I, I, I've read this one, and <laughs> it is wild. It's so good. Um, so how to begin with this? I realize that on paper I am totally the asshole, but when you dig deeper into my motivations, I'm hoping it's more of a gray area than anything else, and maybe even I did the right thing. No one has ever started off their post with, I realize this sounds bad, but hear me out, and then had it actually be like, no, because if you remember last episode, the baby shower person yes. started with that too and she's the worst asshole of all time but it reminds me that opening reminds me you know like the first few lines of uh, the telltale heart by Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> I was like people say that I am mad but I'm not mad listen to how not mad I am yes I killed this old man but it was totally fine it was fine that's what it reminds me of it's like <laughs> yeah. I'm not crazy you're crazy Stop calling me crazy. Anyway, okay. when I was a teenager, my dad bought me a classic 1972 Ford Bronco. It was my true passion. And I don't recall a memory from high school that somehow didn't involve that truck. Plus, my dad and I would spend hours and hours working on it together. And we went through that especially father-son rough patch when I was a teenager. And it was always the Bronco that brought us back together. I made a huge mistake and sold the truck when I turned 19. And my dad died of a heart attack two months later. So while not logical, I've always felt a karmic connection between the two events. We had a baby in early February. She is our first and the light of my life. My wife is doing well, but she's back at work and she's realized that she hates all the daycares we've tried and really wants to be a stay-at-home mom. And plus, she's still very hormonal from delivery, lack of sleep and breastfeeding. So she's having a rough time and is angry a lot. I guess I need to say this. No, you don't. No, you I don't. Hate, I hate with a fiery passion people who are like, oh, 
pregnant or or recently pregnant people are just crazy and that's just how it is. It's like, no, no, you don't get to make decisions without her just because she's quote hormonal. Oh, I just hope I just hate the whole quote hormonal thing. If I say if I say something and I go, look, I'm really sorry. I'm feeling kind of hormonal today and I snapped and I didn't mean to. That's me going, that's our character. I'm real sorry. Yes. If someone comes up to me and goes, you're being a real hormonal bitch today. I'm like. <laughs> you expect to be shot. Yeah. It's like, do you want, do you want to leave here with all your fingers? Cause you're not gonna. It's like, yeah, I'm uh, real hormonal feeling real angry. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming. that you get away me. from me. <laughs> So two weeks ago, I was driving through our town's warehouse district and saw a Bronco that was pretty beat up, but resembled mine. I stopped just for nostalgia's sake and the owner came out and let me take a look inside. My dad and I had glued a wheat penny under the sta- and under the dash as a sort of security measure. So I just sort of checked and God damned if it wasn't my Bronco. I asked him if he'd ever consider selling it. He said, actually, someone was on the I-25 as we spoke from Colorado to buy it for $21,000. Dude, I got fleeced. Right, for a friggin' 72 Ford Bronco. I actually don't know what that looks like. I'm going to look it up because I want to see what kind of a piece of crap truck that is that he's he's been told. Yeah, that's a piece of crap. Why would you? 71? 72. 72. I mean, if it was in super good condition, maybe. But he he admits that it's like beat up, pretty beat up. I freaked yeah. out and asked if I could buy it right then and there for $23,000. He said if I could come up with the cash, yes. I had been procrastinating setting up a 529, so I had $12,000 in savings that my wife's parents had given us. I maxed out my credit card to Venmo, and my mum brought down a check for $4,000, and I fucking drove away in my old car. It was like a dream come true, like a literal dream come true. It needs a lot of work I can't afford right now, but it's mine, like in my driveway mine. Again, I can't even describe what joy this is. My wife and her parents are furious with me. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, like, they feel I was deceptive, that a real man would have sacrificed anything and everything so my wife could go stay at home with his kids. And that's setting aside that they gave us the money for a college fund. My point is, my daughter is only six months old. We have 18 years to set up a college fund for her. But this Bronco means everything to me. And if I wouldn't have acted, it would have been gone forever. Now it can be that same connection between me and my kids. To me, it's the literal meaning of happiness. Like I said, on paper, asshole. Whole story, gray area. How do you guys see it? I, okay, so first of all, can we talk about how that old man totally (laughs) lied to him about the buyer who was on their way right now? Are you kidding me? How stupid can you be? That's the most secondhand car salesman. That's the most, like, used car salesman tactic I've ever seen in my whole entire life. There's someone driving down here right now to get it for $21,000. And the in-laws gave him the money. Like, are you serious? That was for your child. It wasn't your money. You just stole money from your child. Right. In her first year of life. Not just from his child, from his mother, from his wife, from the parents who had given... Okay, so the edits are crazy. Oh, I haven't seen the edits. I think I caught it early. First edit. Had no idea this would go so one way. I guess I messed up. I talked with my mom and she is basically going to buy the Bronco from me in order to refill the college fund and pay off the credit card. 
The 4K will be a gift she's going to give me whenever I need to restore it. She's always been awesome to me and she's rather the money to be spent right now than wait for me and my sister's inheritance. Sorry to get everyone so mad at me. I was thinking with my emotions and acted badly. Yeah, no shit. But his mum goes, oh, it's okay. I'll buy the Bronco off you for your inheritance. Huge enabler. That's what I see. She also wrote him a check for four grand. Right. Edit number two. Are the mommy bailed you out comments really necessary? I found a solution and it's coming from me and my sister's inheritance. So it's not like I'm paying for it on my own eventually. Poor sister. (laughs) I'm sure his sister's going to be thrilled to hear that he bought this beat up piece of shit Bronco. (laughs) $23,000. Freaking Doug and his bad decisions again. (laughs) Okay, edit number three. This shit gets better. My inbox is so buried. I have no idea what those icons are, where that gold used to be. Does anyone know what those are? Edit number four. (laughs) I'm getting a 403 error whenever I try to respond. Not sure what that means, but I'm still reading because honestly, I'm afraid to go home. Even with the great news, I know my wife is going to be upset for one reason or another. Yeah, she's upset at herself for marrying an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Edit in the morning. I couldn't figure out why I was getting so many privates, but I guess this must be locked now. I didn't tell my wife that my mom bailed me out and lied and said I found a buyer for the Bronco. (laughs) I'll figure out how to cross that bridge when I get there, but my wife was so relieved that I had come to my senses. I don't want to disappoint her. It's going to take all my lying skills to pull this one off for the next few years. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This poor woman... This I I feel bad for this man too to be honest that he has to live being such a dummy. It's he's he's so full of himself when he writes the post, right? And then when it comes to actually telling his wife what he did, he just chickens right out and he's like, "No, it's fine. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna lie about it." I hope someone sent her this post. Oh, I hope so. Because there's probably stuff. I bet you she doesn't even know about the Venmo. I wouldn't be surprised if oh. he didn't tell her that he maxed out the credit yeah, cards. I, I would not be surprised. That's just stupid. How could you be so stupid? Just oh. so many steps. I, I keep coming back to that. That man that sold him the car. Like, good job, dude. <laughs> well done, you. Enjoy your $23,000. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could. F- Where can I find an idiot like this to give me twenty three thousand dollars? <laughs> I mean, you need to have like something that idiots want. So what? What do idiots want? I mean, cars, I guess. Car? No, but specific cars. Come now, it can't be yeah, a nice yeah. car. It's got to be some kind of beat up crap car, like a nineteen seventy two Mustang. Or, yeah. Or like, I don't even know. I don't know anything about cars. Yeah, you got to get one of those old sports cars that are probably like two grand. And then you put a coat of paint on it and sell it for $23,000. <laughs> you got to keep it in your driveway, apparently. Like, so when people are driving by, they can walk up to you, you know, and see the car and then come up to right. your house. Like, would you like to sell this? And and I have to assume that there was not a for sale sign on this car when he walked up there, which means I that have that guy assume. was definitely lying. Yeah, no, for, for sure. I have no doubt that the person who sold him that car was lying through his teeth. He saw a sucker. He went, oh, this guy, he, he wants this car and just went for it. Absolutely went for it. Good on you, good sir. That is entrepreneurship. Well, the, the problem is, too, that he it seems like he uh, showed his hand early. The OP did because. Oh, he, yeah. He let the old man know that it was his 
car that he built with his dad. And I'm sure he's like, I worked on this with my old man who's passed away. And he's like, great. So you'll pay anything? Great. Oh, God. Imagine when she finds out. Like, the worst part is that he didn't tell her the truth initially. Right? Yeah. And and he came up with a lie that is the best case scenario. Right. And now when he reveals that that's not the case, she's going to be disappointed no matter what. Oh, yeah. There is there is no good outcome outcome for that wife. She's stuck with this goddamn Bronco. Can you imagine looking at that thing every single day and thinking, my husband is an absolute moron. <laughs> she, they should keep the car around so that she can remind herself not to give her husband the checkbook. God. God. Oh, goodness terrible some people eh well as always i feel better about my own life mm, yeah <laughs> after this episode oh yeah no one's feeding me slugs i haven't got a twenty-three thousand dollar piece of crap sitting in my driveway i'm feeling pretty happy yeah well um where can they find you on twitter where can you find me on twitter well you can find oh. me at um at esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of stuff come join me for cat pictures and pictures of my art that i'm doing in like uh, in isolation right now uh where can we find you on twitter morgan morgan underscore slay like buffy the vampire slayer nice. and if you want to send us uh screen caps from reddit that you'd like us to talk about you can email me at morgan at gmail.com that's lay l-e-s-l-a-y uh, Yes, and we also do have a uh, podcast, Twitter and Facebook. Um, on Twitter, we are um, at RU, the letters, um, Serious Pod, at RU Serious Pod. Uh, it's a picture of two handsome looking birds. And on Facebook, <laughs> now. Uh, we are R slash U Serious Podcast. Uh, you can find us at the exact same tag at RU Serious Pod. Come share some some bad relationship stories with us yeah and last week we asked for lasagna recipes i would not no recipes from this oh, one no please. recipes this week please i don't, <laughs> I don't need a lot that of, a lot of bad food in this episode mm. so Ooh. uh we'll, we'll take spells please oh yes send us your best like high key aesthetic white witch spells and we'll uh <laughs> we'll try and cast some on uh slog feeding boyfriends of the world yes.